Hey, Jen, what did the Buddhist ask the hot dog vendor? Buddhist? What did the Buddhist ask the hot dog vendor? I don't know. Make me one with everything. but it's more like a bipolar edition with this weather going on out here. Yeah, we got crazy weather. It was like 60 and sunny today. The kids and I went and saw a movie and then came out and it was 38 and windy as all get out. Overcast. Yeah. What? That's crazy. Yeah, I, it was, it's 75, 6, 7 or something here. <laughs> you don't know what. <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome back. If you've been here before, thanks for being here again. If you're new, I'm Jenny McKinney. And this is my co-host, Jeff Jones. He's my real brother in life. Jen, thanks for having me <laughs> back on the show. Right. What do you got for this week? Jen, oh, for this week, Jen? Well, the other day, all right, I had made coffee, and then I hopped in the shower, and I was reaching out of the shower to grab my coffee. You just drink coffee drink. in the shower? That's weird. All right, Jen, anyways. <laughs> but that got me thinking. And I don't know why. And I think it's because I was getting ready to shampoo. And I thought, you know, I bet you that there is some kind of benefit to like washing your hair with coffee, not like with cream and sugar in it, but just straight coffee. Right. Like, I bet you there is some kind of benefit to that. And so I looked it up, Jen, and believe it or not, there is a a benefit to washing your hair with coffee. What I'd found was on healthline.com is rinsing your hair with coffee improves the dullness and it contains flavonoids, which are antioxidants that promote hair regeneration. Your hair shafts can become smoother. This can relieve frizziness, resulting in hair that's softer and easier to de- We interrupt your currently scheduled podcast to bring you this important news update. For WJEN News, I'm Jeff Jones. Today's top story, a Scottish woman discovers a surprise in her bank account. But first, here's WJEN News anchor Jen McKinney with tonight's news highlights. Jen? Yes, thanks for having me here, Jeff. I am over here, a guy named Reed Hamlin. He provided this information as feedback on Amazon about a 12-foot beach ball. 12 12 foot. foot. That's some big balls. Big balls. It says, a fun way to ruin a weekend and blow 100 bucks. He stated, we took this ball to the beach, and after close to two hours of pumping it up, we pushed it around for about 10 fun-filled minutes. That was when the wind picked up and sent it hurtling down the beach at about 40 knots. It destroyed everything in its path. Children screaming in terror and at the giant inflatable monster that crushed their sandcastles. Grown men were knocked down trying to save their families. The faster we chased it, the faster it rolled there, Jeff Jones. It was like mocking us. He continued on to say, eventually, we had to stop running after it because the path of injury and destruction was going to cost us a fortune in legal fees. 
Rumor has it that it can be seen stalking Florida families on the Florida Panhandle. We lost it in South Carolina, so there is something to be said about its durability. Thanks, Reed, for that contribution. Back to you, Jeffy. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. I think my ex-wife can contest that. That's a lot bigger than my balls. <laughs> All right. Massachusetts game show winner wins trip to New Hampshire. According to the Boston AP, a Massachusetts contestant on The Price is Right was hoping to win a getaway to some tropical destination during a recent appearance on the game show. Instead, she won a trip to the neighboring New Hampshire. Catherine Graham had already won a fire pit and a love seat when she was picked to go on stage and play side-by-side -side with host Drew Carey. Then she found out she'd be playing for a trip to New Hampshire, just across the border from Massachusetts, Jen. Graham confessed she was hoping for somewhere a bit more exotic than the live free or die state, which she had said she's already visited a million times. And in related news, Michigan School offers full tuition after a scholarship email error. Mount Pleasant, Michigan AP reported dozens of prospective Central Michigan University students who were mistakenly told they had won a full ride scholarship that included room, board, and spending money received an apology from the school and offers of the equivalent full tuition scholarships to make it right. School officials said 58 youths received a message last week while accessing the university portal telling them they had won a Centralis Scholars Award, which includes full tuition, room and board, money towards books and supplies, and $5,000 spending money. Dang! Yeah, but the university said Wednesday that those contacted hadn't won the prestigious award and the message had gone out inadvertently as school staffers were testing new messaging technology. Oh! Parker Christensen, a 17-year-old senior at Nuevo High School, said, he was so excited to have won the scholarship. He told his friends and family and his mother posted about it on social media. But his joy evaporated when he learned the message was a mistake. A mistake! Christensen's been quoted as saying, colleges are supposed to make your dreams come true, not destroy them or make you second guess if they're even achievable. Speaking of disappointment, let's throw it back to Jen in the studio. Jen? <laughs> Thank you, Jeffy. I'm back. I wanted to share that the only thing flat earthers have to fear is fear itself. Fear itself. Good one. <laughs> Good one, yes. Hey, Jeffy, today's witchy hack is brought to you by Ren Maple. To invigorate your Sean Crocker. <laughs> Your crown chakra. I'm saying your crown chakra. Make a tightish high bun and push an amethyst stone in it. Wear it around all day. Feels so good. Thank you. Witchy hack by Ren. A man named Steven went to McDonald's. They asked for his name with his order. He said Steven with a PH. He got the receipt and it said P H T E V E N. <laughs> Steven! <laughs> Speaking of McDonald's, lover, let's give it back to Jeff Joe. Thank you, Jen. And on to mask mandates. Man upset over Canada's mask mandate threatens the wrong Ottawa. Man who wanted to join the protest in Canada's capital over mask mandates called in a bomb threat so police would waste their time chasing it, authorities said. But he called the wrong Ottawa. The one he called was a village in Ohio. The man, a 20-year-old from Akron, Ohio, called the Putnam County Sheriff's Office twice Monday, said Sheriff's Captain Brad Brudebaker. The first time he had made a bomb threat, and in the second call, he said he had been shot, Rubiker said. That's when the man found out he was talking to somebody in Ohio. 
Sheriff Office said it would ask the county prosecutor to consider charges against the man. And in related news, apparently the answer to why did the chicken cross the road was to get to the Pentagon. Wandering hen taken into custody at Pentagon security area. A wandering chicken was caught sneaking around a security area at the Pentagon. The loose hen was found early Monday morning near the U.S. Department of Defense headquarters. The Animal Welfare League of Arlington, Virginia wrote on social media. The chicken was taken into custody by one of the league's employees. Chelsea Jones, spokesperson for the organization, sent an email that she couldn't reveal the precise location where the bird was spotted. We are not allowed to disclose exactly where she was found, Jones said. We can only say it was at a security checkpoint. It's also unclear where the chicken came from or how she got to the Pentagon. The hen, which has brown feathers and a red comb and waddles, is a Rhode Island red. Jones described the bird as sweet and nervous, but said she allowed some people to get near her. Jen, back to you. Oh, man, Chelsea Jones, is she related to you? No, no relation to me, Jen. Thank you. Back to you in the studio. You you are a chicken lover. I'm back. I do like chicken, Jen, and I own a few. Thank you. (laughs) Back to me. I'm in the studio. All right. Let's talk about a box of human heads stolen from a Denver truck. Oh, a thief who broke into a freight truck in Denver this week made out with some (laughs) unexpected cargo, a box of human heads. According to a release from the Denver Police Department, the truck was parked in East Denver when someone broke in sometime between 2.30 p.m. on Wednesday, March 2nd, and 9.30 a.m. on Thursday, March 3rd. The unknown suspect stole a dolly, a dolly, a dolly, and a box (laughs) (laughs) and a box labeled exempt human specimen. The box was full of human heads meant to be for medical research. The box also bore a science care label. Science care is a program for donating bodies to science for research and education purposes. At this point, no arrests have been made and investigators are working and together more information and recover the stolen human remains denver police said on saturday should someone find a box containing human heads discarded or abandoned please immediately call the denver police department at 720-913-2000 you can also call crime stoppers where you can give an anonymous tip is there a reward jen it didn't say anything just said you can Reported anonymously. All okay. I know is that dude is getting haunted, right? Like whoever stole <laughs> yeah. those, they are going to get ghost slapped. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Speaking of getting in trouble, two kids charged with battery after shooting silly string at other kids. Do you remember doing this? Like after we get off the bus, we would do shaving cream. I remember we'd do shaving yep. cream. Shaving cream, silly string. Yeah, silly Raw string. eggs. Ew, raw eggs. Oh, yeah. And toilet paper. We would TP. Yeah. Well, we we didn't. Other people. Wink, wink. We've seen it done. Yeah. It's, yeah. So going back to Florida, if you've seen the beach ball, report it. But here out of Cape Coral, Cape Coral, Florida, two Cape Coral kids are facing battery charges after they shot other kids with silly string. Mm -hmm. Officers with the Cape Coral Police Department were called to the ice cream club of Veterans Parkway on Saturday. The two victims, both under 18, told officers two boys came up to them and shot them with silly string. Being the victims are minors, officers called their parents who decided to press charges. It's called silly string. It's silly, said Suzanne Johnson. I think it's very excessive. 
I'd be mad for a second, but I wouldn't press charges, said Aiden Sanchez. Johnson is actually quite familiar with the pressure-propelled plastic. It used to be an end-of-the-school bus fun activity. They'd get off the bus, and the parents would spray the kids with silly string, and that was our ritual for years. <laughs> Sounds like you. a string of silliness. String of silliness. Speaking of silly, Stringer, back to you, Jeff Jones. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. And today's sack of science news. Life may actually flash before your eyes on death. New data from a scientific accident has suggested that life may actually flash before our eyes as we die. A team of scientists set out to measure the brain waves of an 87-year-old patient who had developed epilepsy, but during the neurological recording, he suffered a fatal heart attack offering an unexpected recording of a dying brain. It reveals that in the 30 seconds before and after, the man's brain waves followed the same patterns as if he was dreaming or recalling memories. Brain activity of this sort could suggest that a final recall of life may occur in a person's last moments, the team wrote in their study published in Frontiers in Aging Neuroscience on Tuesday. Dr. Emil Zamar, co-author of the study, said what the team accidentally got was the first ever recording of a dying brain. He told the BBC, this was actually totally by chance and we did not plan to do this experiment or record these signals. So will we get a glimpse back at time with loved ones or happy memories? Dr. Zamar said it was impossible to tell. And digging deeper into my sack, police truck with 100 monkeys crashes, some of them are missing. A truck carrying about 100 monkeys was involved in a crash Friday in Pennsylvania. State police said as authorities searched for at least three to five of the monkeys that appeared to have escaped the vehicle. The truck carrying the animals crashed with a dump truck in the afternoon in Montour County, Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Andrea Pelichek told the Daily Item. The truck had been on its way to a lab, Pelichek said. Authorities have asked residents who might see the monkeys to please contact Pennsylvania State Police. It was unclear if any people or animals were injured in the crash. And finally rounding out this sack of science, <laughs> man with drugs around his penis denies they were his. Florida authorities said they found cocaine and methamphetamine wrapped around a man's penis during a traffic stop, but the man denied that the drugs were his. Pinellas County Sheriff's deputies said they stopped a vehicle driving without its lights on at 4 a.m. last Saturday. Authorities said they found a gun under the passenger seat while searching the car and discovered the drugs while searching the passenger. The man said the drugs were not his, but didn't say who the drugs belonged to or how someone tied them to his penis. This has been the Sack of Science. Jen, back to you. Okay, let's get over here to, I have a report from Megan. Megan reported on social media about the Blair Witch Project. Okay. Okay, did you see that movie? I have, Jen. I'm a fan. Okay, she gave it two and a half stars. This was her comment. It took me 20 additional minutes to finish this because about halfway through, my television turned itself off and I just thought they put the camera in their pocket or something. (laughs) So she watched it for 20 minutes. Megan. Oh, me. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. To add the onion. So, you know, on 222, there was a whole bunch of news stories about babies being born. Oh, yeah. Like twins were born at 222. So, one of the reports were that there was a shitty baby born at 223 <laughs> on 222. <laughs> 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 oh. All right, Jeffy, how about you? 
Jen, company offers more than $6,000 to smell dog poop for two months. A plant-based pet food company in Britain is offering to pay a dog owner more than $6,000 to switch their canine's diet for two months and keep track of your pet's poop smells. Omni, a company that specializes in plant-based dog food, said it was seeking a dedicated dog owner to sniff their dog's poop to test the effect of the plant-based diet had on their dog's digestive system, stool, odor, and general health. The winning applicant will be paid $6,685 to use Omni's dog food for two months and report on the effects the food has had on the animal's frequency of bowel movements, poop odor, energy levels, behavior, sleep patterns, weight, and fur condition. And in tonight's segment of Heroes Hiding in Plain Sight, weed successfully hidden in Guitar Hero Aerosmith case for 13 years. Out of Mesa, Arizona, hiding marijuana in a copy of Guitar Hero Aerosmith has garnished absolutely no attention whatsoever, graphic designer Stuart Driscoll recently confirmed. When I was 17, my mom was watching me like a hawk, Driscoll explained. I knew Aerosmith be a safe spot to stash a joint, but the fact that no one has ever asked to play it with me is starting to feel a bit eerie. It's been 13 whole years. Not only am I high as fuck, but I'm getting a bit too good at Walk This Way on Expert. Driscoll's ownership of the <laughs> Xbox 360 title stemmed from a brief flirtation with the 1975 album Toys in the Attic in high school, which his friends called further proof how high he was. And another hero hiding in plain sight, Canadian teen solves 211 Rubik's Cubes while on a pogo stick. February Whoa. 25th, what are we doing with a Nova our Scotia teen combined two of his hobbies, set a Guinness Book of World Records by solving 211 Rubik's Cubes while bouncing on a pogo stick. Saul Hofting, 16, of Annapolis Royal, spent an hour and 12 minutes solving 211 Rubik's Cubes while bouncing on a pogo stick. Come to find out, Jen, he was looking to combine his two favorite hobbies. For WJEN News, I'm Jeff Jones. Oh, yes, Jeff Jones. This just in, I have an additional story to add here. A North Carolina woman is fighting the state's Department of Motor Vehicles to keep her unusual personalized license plate, which reads FART. Carly Cindy of Asheville said she applied for the license plate back in October and was pleasantly surprised when the request was approved. She was issued the FART plate back for her pickup. Cindy said she received a letter in the mail on February 25th telling her that there had been complaints about the plate. The DMV told her she might be allowed to keep the plate if she replied to the letter with an explanation of what the plate meant to her and why she believes she should be allowed to keep using it. She consulted with some friends and found that a founded a group titled Friends of Asheville Recreational Trails, or F-A-R-T. <laughs> she said the group now has a mailing list, a website, and merchandise. She said that the group recently held its first meeting and 15 people showed up. Cindy sent the DMV a letter explaining she should be allowed to keep it as it references her new group. <laughs> She's now waiting a response. <laughs> That's the Friends of Asheville oh. Recreational Trails. <laughs> F-A-R-T. <laughs> nice, Jen. Nice. That's a wrap for the news. I'm Jenny McKinney. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast, already in progress. So that's what I got for my pep in the step. What about you, Jen? You got any pep in your step? Yeah, good times. Yes. So next week we have uh, family coming down to visit. So Sunday to uh, Wednesday, Josh's oh. niece and her friend are driving down. 
And then nice. Wednesday, Peanut flies in. We're doing a Tony Robbins. Um, I would call it an intensive uh, class. Yeah. It's Thursday to Sunday, and it's like 10 a.m. to like 11 p.m. every day. It's like 12, 13 hours of Tony Robbins every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a That's lot of a lot. It's a lot. So I'm very excited nice. about that. I'll let you know how it goes. Very yes. nice. Yes. All right, nice. Jeffrey. Well, good times this week. Good uh, times, Jen. Get that booby rock. Yep. Also, I'd like to remind people to go to so muchgenergy.com, sign up for the membership, become a member of the Zoom game nights and the Jeff and Iran podcast. Yes. Plus other and benefits. And some other free free items and other planned events. There you go. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jen. Thanks for listening. See ya.